we're back. Heck yeah. All of my microphone shit. <laughs> like a professional. <laughs> we are professionals. So professional here. Yep. The most professional. Right. So we've just had a really emotionally charged conversation. Um, and I think Marius being Marius and being allergic to sincere emotion, uh, decides to open another door. Um, are we still on the landing or are we in the bedroom? We're on the landing still, I think. Yeah. Okay. Now the question is, does Marius go into the, the room where we heard conversation? That's what because I was thinking. They're they're pissed off at everyone talking about them. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's honestly what I was thinking is that Marius is going to go to the the room where we heard the conversation coming from, mm -hmm. and um, I'm going to draw before I have suggestions mm -hmm. about what that room might be. Uh, well, they say about people that eavesdrop, right, Marius? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, as I commit the cardinal sin of roll 20, which is expecting it to do what I want it to do. Um, <laughs> A rookie era. So, queen of hearts. Uh, hearts is love, friendship, compromise, bonding, obsession, and queen is a puzzle to solve. Love that for Marius. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... Is, is there My, any more Marius thing than being able to solve friendship? <laughs> <laughs> My knee-jerk reaction to this, as far as a puzzle to solve, is concerned. What if the next room is a mock replica of one of the labs? Ooh. But, like, all of the equipment is shiny plastic. Like, it's obviously not real equipment. Yeah, I like that. And, uh, I don't know, is it is it too over the top to have, like... No. <laughs> <laughs> to have, like, dummies of, you know, you know varying heights... Uh, spread around the room as though they were were people caught mid activity, mm. but like they're they're dressed in like the appropriate lab gear, but there's uh, no like there's no faces on the dummies or anything like that. They're almost like crash test dummies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a little Indiana Jones runs into the fake house in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but I don't think you shouldn't do it. <laughs> I haven't it's, seen this that movie, so it's very new to me. It's just set up to look like an actual house. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, it, it's so... It, it's one of those neighborhoods to... that they set up for nuclear testing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's, that's the, that's the, the fridge. conceit of that scene. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's nuking the fridge, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, I remember that scene now. 
Um, but uh, Marius, like, stops dead in the entryway of this room. Um, and, like, I think as soon as the door opened, the conversation stopped. Mm. Um, and it really is just, like, you know, everything stopped uh, because Marius opened the door mm-hmm. is the way that it's all staged. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the fridge. <laughs> Are the mannequins looking Marius's direction? Mm, hate that. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yes, they're looking at the door. Yep. Like you look up when someone walks in. Yeah. Um And I think Marius Lake is staring at the lab because it's it is familiar to them. Like it's one of it's one of their labs, mm-hmm. um, but is having trouble parsing what they're seeing. Like the way they had trouble parsing uh, the phone call from Irwin, mm-hmm. uh, and they kind of like beckon everybody in. May I add a detail? Of course. I think we are all different enough heights um, that I think that there is a mannequin that matches Marius's height and not someone else's. Ooh. And I think in front of that mannequin is an open lab notebook with writing in it. Um, but it's all in a cipher. Dig it. Dig it. But Talonor comes into the room as soon as Marius indicates, like, hey, this is fucked up. (laughs) In, you know, Marius's way that's like, I think you should come and look at this. Yeah. Um, and I think Marius Marius is just like, see, this is this is the house's fault. Uh, Vivian looks distressed at the presence of this lab. What kind of distressed? Like distress uh, is in this is it, familiar. Is it the kind of distress that that Fee wants to know about? Yes, yes, it <laughs> is. That's why I asked the question. Okay, so Fee specifically would know. Um, it's it's not necessarily distress. Because, oh no, it's a thing that I should recognize and don't, or or it's a thing I shouldn't recognize and do. It's like, this is not related to this house. And that is worrying to Vivian. That what is happening 
is not about why they are here. Yeah. Hmm. I bet the smell of dampness probably gets a little stronger in here too. Mm -hmm. Does Marius begin to smell it? I think so. And I think we're bonding in our distress. <laughs> Can I get um, more bonding. distressing? <laughs> Always. Mm-hmm. Uh, does Marius look at the notebook? Of course Marius looks at the notebook. Good. Um, so it's in a cipher. You don't, you would have to figure out what the cipher was in order to read what it says. Mm-hmm. But it very clearly is repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Very mm-hmm. much all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Um, you just don't know what it's repeating. But it's pages and pages and pages of the same thing. Don't like that. <laughs> In Marius's handwriting. Because of course, I, yeah. <laughs> subtlety is for cowards. <laughs> I'm I'm going to to make it even worse because Marius is going to look at it, and instead of being put off by it, they're intrigued. So they snap the notebook shut and tuck it under one arm. Good to take Excellent. it with them. I would hope for nothing less. <laughs> I don't think they're being, like, uh, shady about it or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't fe- think they feel like they have anything to hide, but uh, mm-hmm. they do that thing. Uh, and they say... What... Uh, What do you suggest we do now, Colonel? Uh, I think he is looking around the room in more distress than you have seen so far. Which isn't saying much, but also the fact that you can see it is saying a lot. Um, uh, And he says, well, there was another room off of the landing. uh, Because I don't think there are any other doors or windows in this room. Um, no. Uh, why would you need multiple exits to your lab? <laughs> yeah, I think I think by the nature of of the lab, it was in like an underground place anyway, so it didn't have any any windows in life. But yeah, there's only one exit, and we came through it. So, um, and I think he 
turns to go back out of back out and onto the landing um but there is a creaking and the floor opens up underneath him uh, <laughs> and I'm going to draw another room over here move it a little bit as he falls down into a basement uh, and lands with a crack on the concrete Ooh. floor because it's a basement. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, and I pulled the Ten of Clubs, which is a betrayal of trust, emotional conflict, hidden agendas, envy, indecision, betrayal. Um, and I think we see from Talonor's perspective, he lands in a heap, um, and, uh, groans, shifts, uh, as he kind of unfolds from this heap. To, to look at his surroundings. Um, I think it looks like a regular basement. Um, and uh, in, in, well, I say regular basement as if every basement doesn't have wildly different fucking vibes. Um, the, the kind of stereotypical basement of the like, sonic ideal of a basement yeah um the laundry's down here because uh the house has to be the most possibly inconvenient um there is a set of like wooden stairs that come down here on a door at the top of them um there is like a single dangling light bulb that is giving light to the room. Um, and I think there's like some storage shelves. Uh, and I think as Talonor uh, gets his bearings again, uh, we see Uh, a light appear at the top of the stairs as that door opens. Uh, and a, uh, uh, a man with blonde hair and um, kind of uh, thin and gangly type build um carrying a laundry basket starts coming down the stairs um and is calling up over his shoulder um oh, what does he say 
if you're going out, fine, but don't expect me to wait up for you. Um, and a Talonor kind of whips around at the sound of this voice and scrambles back on the floor until his back hits the wall. Ow. <laughs> Marius uh, leans over the hole and is just like, Colonel? Um, Vivian is dropping down. Yeah, Rebel is also dropping down. Uh, I think he looks up to the hole as uh, he hears Marius' voice. Um, and like the, the camera swivels so that we're looking up the hole at Marius looking down. Um, and then at Vivian and Rebel jumping in, jumping casual two stories. It's fine. <laughs> uh, it's it's a little better to be able to, you know, yeah, to, cling to, to know an edge and then drop. Yeah. yeah. To do it on purpose. Um and when the camera comes back down, like to watch their landing, the person who was carrying the laundry basket obviously isn't there. Obviously. Does Fee drop down too? Sure. Sure. If we're all going, we're going. <laughs> uh, can I can I add a detail to the lab before you jump down, Fee? Yeah. Um, I think you find just the tiniest little mushroom where one of the, the planters was in the lab. It's the only one. Well, I'm gonna pocket it and take it with me then. That's <laughs> what I do. Very carefully, um, take it, put it in. If it's just a small little mushroom, I'll put it in like the uh, breast pocket of my shirt, um, and very carefully do sort of. Uh, uh, lowering myself down and drop. I'm super graceful doing it, but managed to do so. Then we'll help Marius down. Thank you. Yeah, Vivian helped catch Fee. Uh, they did not catch Rebel. <laughs> you know what? That is fair and valid. And like Rebel definitely like uh, landed ungracefully. Like. Uh, they're not hurt, but, like, <laughs> confused. <laughs> At risk of sounding cliche, but you look like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> you sure? Sorry, somebody knocked at my door, but I don't see a car outside, so I think it's a solicitor of some kind, so I'm not going to answer it. Um, uh, Talonor looks up at Marius from their position on the ground, um, and they are pale underneath their tan, and... Uh, their eyes are wide. Um, and they they're shaking their head um, not not like in a denial of what Marius said, but in a denial of the situation, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I don't think that they can respond right now, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vivina's going to go over, kneel next, Talonor, extend an arm as an offer to, to help him up. Um, and is taking the situation extremely seriously. Um, and just asks very quietly, do you know who it was? Uh... I think Talonor can stand, um, but when he tries to put weight on his left foot, he can't. Um, and uh, he turns this kind of wide-eyed gaze to Vivian. Um, and... Uh, Fee, mm -hmm. you can't usually read Talonor's mind at all. Um, mm -hmm. except that right now he's fucking shouting. <laughs> uh huh. Of course. I was wondering if this was maybe the, what could be happening. Um, uh, anything in particular, or just noise? Uh, no. It's a it's a name, and it's just the same name over and over again. Um, mm -hmm. uh, G as I, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it, it's just constantly just that name mm -hmm. repeated over and over and over again. Was the emotion loaded behind it? Uh, grief, anger, horror, grief, and shame. Mm -hmm. Oh no. Um Fee will um go up to town or um they're not quite as tall as he is, but they're not like Marius levels of short either. Um and sort of gently encourage uh, him to put his forehead against theirs. And then 
in his head uh, how long I feel like this it's like a bucket of water being dumped over it but in a less shitty feeling way mm -hmm. sort of like this dousing of calm like this like uh like a fire blanket mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of like calming energy just like trying to effectively curb this panic uh, i think it works i think he lets out a shuddering breath um mm -hmm. and closes their eyes um and uh, I think uh, after a moment, they pull away um, and their face is impassive again. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and to fee uh they say very softly just thank you um and to vivian who is still supporting their weight um or some of their weight at least uh it's okay they're very strong <laughs> yeah they're the only other person who could do that yeah in this yeah. party um uh they say um god the only phrasing that's coming to my head is just somebody that i used to know and i can't use that you can you've acknowledged the awkwardness of it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and now you can make out and now you can make out like it never happens uh-huh uh-huh uh, -huh. uh -huh. Uh, but yeah, that's essentially what they say is it, it's it was somebody that I used to know from years ago. Well, it's a start, I suppose. Uh, you don't get the sense, sense that you were supposed to understand what that meant. <laughs> I... I think it's about now that uh, Rebel comes over uh, with a couple Jolly Ranchers <laughs> and uh, a rolled up ace bandage. Hmm. And um, uh, offers the Jolly Ranchers to Talonor. Do you like green? Uh, yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, offers the uh, roll of ace bandages to Vivian because they're holding Talonor up. <laughs> yeah. Vivian will not take them, guide Talonor to some very squashy chair down in the basement. 
What feels like a standard feature. <laughs> Ooh, here, here's a thing. Um, what if this is a space that somehow actually does feel lived in? Mm, mm-hmm. Ooh, very good. So this does feel like, you know, it's a chair that someone has sat in before. It's not just been brought in as a showpiece. It's uh, actually comfortable. Doesn't just look mm-hmm. like it could be. <laughs> yeah, I was very thinking that uh, this basement like very much doesn't match the vibe of the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. Because this house had such consistency in its style before. <laughs> uh, I think I think the seat is still warm. Uh, Distressing. Yeah. Uh, not that Talonor says anything about it. Just like, oh, I hate that, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Fee, I don't think you can hear his thoughts anymore. Yeah, I assumed he was pulling it, like, back in and mm-hmm. putting whatever shielding or training he has in place. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh. Fee does get from Vivian, though. He has to be here. Um, they will look at... Marius, do you have any kind of medical training? Marius, like... <laughs> thanks. For a really long time. And finally says no that was never my purview here or there fantastic okay um i just need to speak to vivian a moment and was hoping that you could maybe help tell him um i mean vivian is still actively bandaging him up so okay yeah well then the moment you're done uh, I will like grab hold of your directions. Like, can I borrow you just a sec? Hey, would now be a good time to draw a new room? Yeah. Like, I believe it is your go. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Just going to go up the stairs of the basement. And, uh, what do we have? All right. I would, I would like to suggest something. Mm. Um, sure. As we. As we leave the basement, we hear the the washing machine turn on. Mm. Oh, very nice. Yes. Um, let's put on this. eight of spades just for just for sheer randomness. I'm trying to decide what side of the basement to put this on. Let's put it that side. I think this is. Like a conservatory or a sunroom or however you want to describe that kind of room in a house. There's normally on the back of the house, overlooking the garden, lots of glass. Um, and yeah, I've got to draw a card. So two of diamonds. <laughs> oh, a hidden monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, willpower, good luck, discovery. Cool. This is going to be great. Uh-huh. Um, love, this. love this for us. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
before everybody else can join us up here, uh, he will sort of like back Vivian up a little bit and his, what do you mean he has to be here? <laughs> Vivian's just gonna sigh heavily, just like, shit, they just weren't being hyperbolic. No, that's one of the interesting things about Rebel Fun, too, is that when you're that over the top about everything, people will assume that you're being hyperbolic when you're not. They are <laughs> incredibly honest in that way. Look, I haven't been prying into why you're really here, because I figured it's none of my fucking business. Like, but Talonor is as much my business as you are. What do you mean he has to be here? This house already took someone from me. I hate that for you. That fucking sucks. Who are they? Well, isn't that a great fucking question, Jade? What? Even you Isn't haven't that... figured it out yet, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are a couple of possibilities. Uh-huh. He's a friend. But the problem is, he's not from that other life. So the fact that this house keeps bringing that life in, it doesn't make sense. Well, no, it does, because the house is feeding on us. Sort of. Why... Why I came here has to matter, doesn't it? What? Well, of, course, of course it does. What made you? What? What about what I just said? Made you think that it doesn't matter? It makes me think the house was here for us, not for him. Just to lure me here with all of you because we were together so we have to be together again I think the house is just a shape that something is filling in the way that liquid can fill a container or a cat could seemingly fit in anything it sits in I don't know about what has brought us here how we got here other than and I pull out from my pocket the mushroom that I took from the lab other than it being these guys somehow but there's no reason they couldn't be here sometimes coincidences happen and it's really fucking unlikely a lot of the time, but they can. 
And yes, maybe we were drawn here, but I don't think you blaming yourself that your friend got taken by this house so you would come here is helpful. Get down. Uh, as uh, Fee's eyes cloud over white like they did just before they got we all got bamfed out of the last place mm-hmm. as a shape forms out of the light streaming in through the glass of the sunroom and coalesces into something something friends at the table-esque uh, <laughs> You know, it's geometric shapes of light, but forming something vaguely a figure, uh, and it's going to try and eat us. Um, <laughs> I think this is. I think this is a snake. Okay, the snake is a friend. Child doesn't listen to friends at the table. <laughs> the friends at the table reference was for the rest of y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and but I think this thing coalesces and crashes down, and yeah, it forms an almost snake-like body. As I'm assuming the rest of y'all are coming up from the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be clear: like all the glass is still intact. It's literally like. Just the the light being refracted through the glass in that way that um, you get that weird sort of reflection of light through glass against an opposite wall. Um, I don't understand anything sciency, um, but that's what's formed it. Like the ref- the refracted light is what has formed this snake like entity. Um, and as the as you guys come up the stairs in the base, like we need to leave this room now. <laughs> sort of gently, let's say, not so gently, starts shoving people out of the what wouldn't there's a a door which clearly leads to the outside or what looks like it might lead outside. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a second door that maybe the one we came up in through from the basement. And then there's a third door. So basement door, garden, and then back into the main house, maybe. If someone wants to draw a room, take a card. Further in the house does mean further away from the streaming sunlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whose turn is it to make a room and pull a card? Our turn order uh, sort of disappeared, so I'm just keeping an eye on how many squares. I think we've all done two now. Yeah. I think it's mostly Shrog's turn. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> He's only mostly got a turn. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, okay. Um, it is the seven of hearts. Uh, yeah. Hearts is love, friendship, compromise, bonding, obsession, and seven is an echo from the past. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> hmm. Um. I'm really tempted to just bring it back to the phone, Nuck. <laughs> do it. So do it. That's it, just it so could, easy. Or it could be another room with mm -hmm. a, the same phone in. Different room, same phone. Mm. Okay. Um, I feel like... Is living room or den more appropriate for this vibe? Do you want formal or not? I think this is uh, informal. Den it is. Okay. Um, yeah, this... I think we're back to showroom style, but this clearly looks like it should come off of the main room mm -hmm. um, and be like a place to exist. Um, it's got chairs, possibly a TV on the wall. Um, you know what? I'm going to pull from my parents' house. Um, and say that it's a space. Actually, no, if this is just a showroom, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Never mind. Uh, ignore that. There's a space where a TV is supposed to go, and that is where the TV is. <laughs> um, yeah, some, some chairs that uh, very overly match the walls. Um, is there yeah. wood paneling? Hmm. Ooh, are we are we 70s now? <laughs> have we moved into 70s wood grain? I'm down for this. Um, yeah, and there is a side table uh, with a Bakelite phone on it. Um, and it's definitely ringing, and... Vivian is not going to instinctually go for it this time, but give everyone else a chance if they want to. I think Rebel goes to pick it up. Okay. And, um... <laughs> Who was phone? Hmm. Excellent question. Since it's an echo from the past, do we want it to be one of the other party members or do we want it to be uh, something else? 
I think it means one of the. Um, yeah. Oh. No, but you. What did you? What was your gut feeling? Oh, I was just gonna say. I was thinking it should be one of the uh, other party members, but. I have no thoughts about whom or why. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a thought about who. Yeah. Would Would you like to take it, August? Is it Parker? Yeah, because, you know, Parker and, and Rebel are related. And so Parker's kind of breathless on the other end. And it's just like, Rebel? Rebel? Yeah. Rebel, can you hear me? Yes. Parker, can you hear me? Rebel, you you have to you have to come back. You you have to come back right now. We've you have to come back. What Parker, what's going on? Calm down. You 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 don't understand. I I don't know how much longer we can do this. You've you've been gone so long, I don't know if Rebel, can you hear me? Wait, what do you mean we've been gone so long? How long has it been? Parker? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Parker, what, what are you talking about? Everyone think thinks you're be. dead. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> me, Dirk, loves that. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I think that should be where the phone line cuts out. <laughs> there. <laughs> and Rebel is just like looking at the phone. And, uh, oh, I know what Rebel does. Rebel picks up the phone, looks for uh, where it attaches to, you know, everything else. Just pulls that shit out. (laughs) Fun fact. It's not attached to anything. (laughs) Good shit. Of course not. (laughs) There's a cord. Just not attached to anything. <laughs> oh. I don't even know how Ripple reacts to that. <laughs> Probably just detaches the handset from the rest of the thing. <laughs> Parker says everyone thinks we're dead. I look to Vivian. See, this is what I was saying. Just a nice little callback to I thought they were just being hyperbolic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Marius says, well, that given everything that's happening, I'm not sure that's an unfair assumption. This, this doesn't this doesn't feel like what being dead should feel like. Oh, do you because know from you've experience? been dead so many times? <laughs> <laughs> I said should. Don't know what it does feel like. Let's hope we don't find out. Well, I know I'm not dead. Jibber's not here. And uh, is it okay if I go next? Yeah. Yeah, go for I it. Got it. So uh, I think uh, Rebel dismantles the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, stuffs the cords in the fanny pack and walks through the next door. We've got six of diamonds. Six is a lie uncovered. Diamonds is willpower. Good luck, discovery. Second one, greed. Uh, hmm. 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 No thoughts had empty. This is the problem with saying things and thinking you'll have a thought at the end of it. <laughs> oh. Oh no. I just had a great idea. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay so uh you guys have seen those pictures of like that one mall that is like entirely underground in like quebec somewhere where you can just like fully get lost in all of these halls of malls and stores and, you know, some places that are just, like, bare wall, that sort of thing. I don't think I know that. Nope. <laughs> oh, my god! Sounds dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, uh, it's in Canada somewhere. There's one particular area where they have, like, a bunch of, like, underground mall happening. And, like... It's 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 very creepy, but either which way, I said all that to say that the hallway we are walking down in particular um, is tiled. The floor is tiled. The walls are tiled. The ceiling is tiled. No, the ceiling is that sort of like overhead lighting you see in like stores or some offices where it's like set into the ceiling as opposed to being a fixture. 
and uh, the tiling on the floor and the walls is that very uh, uh, the like that bathroom tiling where it's the very small squares uh, that are like half inch by half inch or something like that. So, um, uh, like this is uh, where we end up uh, um, in this hallway and like we can hear our footsteps echoing off the walls and just all around there are no doorways um but after we walk mm, maybe a couple meters uh there is a knocking down at the far end like and it sounds like something big and heavy knocking. And, uh, I have more thoughts for what this is, but I want to give you guys a chance to react. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say the, the light situation was like again? Oh, uh, the lights are recessed into the ceiling. Have you ever seen those lights that are just like an entire panel is a light? Mm -hmm. uh, that's what the ceiling is. Okay, okay, okay. Who is helping Talonor walk? The is one who can actually support their weight. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get up the stairs somehow, and Vivian and Fee were both already up the stairs. So my mm -hmm. gut wants to say Marius because I think that would be funniest. That is, yes, <laughs> that would be. <laughs> funny. Um, they're bringing up the rear because they have to go slow because uh, Talonor can't put all of their weight on Marius. Um. But, I mean, Marius is doing a passable job. Um, uh, but I think they enter this hallway. Uh, and to, to hear this noise. Um, so, I'm going to go out on a limb and say we probably should not go that way. Are you snorts?
Is there another way for us to go? Like, because we've come into this hallway from the den. There's a banging at the other end of this hallway, to clarify, right? Yep. And it doesn't go on for a long time. In fact, uh, shortly after Talanor and Marius get in and Talanor says that, um, it turns into a, a weird sort of rustling noise. And there's like a slightly sticky sound. Oh. Well, like, you know the sound uh, your thighs make when you stand up after sitting on laminate for a while? Mm-hmm. It sounds a little bit like that. I don't care for that at all. <laughs> Uh, it's nowhere near my turn if somebody has an idea. Hey, Vivian. Yeah. So we're in a hallway. Uh-huh. What was the vibe in here? Did it continue like tiled walls, right? Yep. Tiled floor. What kind of tiles? Walls. Like uh, ceramic or like vinyl or? Uh, ceramic, probably. They're like bathroom tiles. Sure. But as far as we can tell, there's a door behind us and a door at the end and nothing else. Pretty much. Hey, Vivian. Uh-huh. You're strong and have an axe, right? Yeah, no, that's that's fully in hand. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Would you make us a door? Yeah. I think whatever is out there has enough of a psychic presence that it's like when something is shouting really loudly, it becomes so distorted that you can't make out what's being said or like if there's too much um, reverb or whatever. But uh, Fee just looks to Vivian's like, can you make us a doorway out of this, please? And uh, they can't help but speaking louder than they normally would because the noise in their head is so loud. And yeah, it's... Yeah. No, you go, Shrug. Okay, I was just going to say, it's a little slow work because this is, like, a hand axe. You're very strong. Yeah. You just need to get some tiles off the wall, and then you can just Kool-Aid man through it. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, Rebel is definitely exploring down towards the end of the hallway where there is noise, because... <laughs> Uh, Self-preservation is for other people. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, and what do we burst into? August, do you want to go? We've not uh, had sure. you 
draw a card for a bit. Sure. I will go. Oh. Ooh. King oh of Spades. Oh boy. Oh buddy. Oh, no. Not <laughs> Marius. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um Spades, physical conflict, suffering, doubt, fear, danger, grief, alienation. King, a personalized temptation. Um so I think we burst out here. Um Hmm. Is the other side of this hole we made uh, a fully planned doorway? Oh, what, like the room we go into, if you look back, you can mm -hmm. see that yeah. there is the, the full door jam is there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm, yes, good. Yeah. Um, but we look back and we actually see the siding of the house. Um, we are standing outside now uh, in a fenced-in yard. Uh, the sun is shining. Uh, the clouds from before have cleared up. Um, and... On one side of the yard, uh, two gentlemen are chatting. Um, I invite uh, Vivian and Talonor to describe the interaction between these two gentlemen. <laughs> uh, but I will say, even though the sun is shining, it's not very warm. Mm-hmm. And we don't hear any birds. There aren't any, there isn't any bird song and there isn't any buzzing of insects or anything like that. And Marius is just like, oh, thank, thank the gods. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Danielle, do you wish to have a conversation between these two? Yeah, I'm down. Um. Uh, yeah, so the the person we haven't seen yet is a bit of a bean pole. Um, looks uh, vaguely Korean, um, has dark hair and eyes. Um, Looks fairly athletic, though again a bit a bit stringy. Um, and it's just saying, "Look, all I know is that I trust them to figure this out." Uh, the other person is the man we saw in the basement. Um, and he 
is standing with his arms folded um, and isn't looking at uh, the the person who is talking to him, is kind of looking off to the side, not at us who have just come out of the house, but just <clears throat> into the distance. Uh, and he says... I mean, I have hope, but I don't know that I would say I have trust. Ouch. Well, if you don't trust them, trust the house. I've, uh, look, I've been here before. These, these places have a way of taking you where you need to go. Uh, Talonor on Marius's shoulder. Uh, Marius, you suddenly have all of Talonor's weight to deal with. <laughs> um, that goes about as well as you would expect. There's, there's like a, a big stumble and then a grunt and then just like trying to hold Talonor up and like slowly sinking. <laughs> Rebel runs to help Marius. <laughs> uh, it go ahead. Takes Vivian a whole like five more seconds than it should to notice this happening. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the person who is presumably GSI um, just says, I don't like this place. I don't want to be here anymore, Ed. The important question. Mm -hmm. Are these guys actually here? As in, can Fee get a vibe on them? I don't know who answers this question. I think August, because it's August mm -hmm. saying. Mm -hmm. I think the, the way I was kind of setting it up, uh, C cannot get a vibe off of them. Um, okay. Just, this is, this is a temptation. That doesn't mean that it has to be real. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Ed shrugs and says, look, I didn't say I wanted to be here, but trust me, there are, there are worse places to be. Um, can Ed notice all of us? Hmm. I do like that. <laughs> I don't this think question. I don't yeah, think GSI August. does. Mm. 
But yeah, sorry, you were asking August. Yeah. Sorry, could you repeat that? Uh, just can Ed notice the group? Or is this just them, the two of these people appearing? I think it's more interesting if Ed notices the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, I, you know, it's, it's more tempting that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. So Ed is going to give, like, it's going to notice Vivian first, give uh, a, like, sheepish little shrug, um, and then fixes his eyes on Marius. Wait, I don't. I know you. Uh, Marius like stiffens a little, and is just like, I believe you'll find I've been exonerated of all wrongdoing in the incident wrongdoing no 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 you're you're the expert you're the one who gets everyone through this place sure exactly how Marius responds to that because yeah on the one hand there's there's the ego stroking but on the other hand Marius is on the back foot I think they just like are still kind of aloof and say that's the hope And then after a pause, they're like, are you with us or against us? Well, that depends on what you've been doing around here. I, I didn't choose well, I, I came to the house, but I didn't choose to stay. If it, well, if it wants to, to let me go, maybe you can help me. If you've got to fight it, well, then I'm going to be trouble. But, I mean, you're the researcher. You know about these these phenomena, right? I mean, you wrote it all down, didn't you? (laughs) Marius's eyes go wide. 
and uh, they like fumble the notebook and open it and I don't want to I don't know if this is like too over the top again um, just I think maybe the text has changed Mm -hmm. Um, it's no longer in a cipher but it is repeating but it's only one word and that word is run Mm, (laughs) oh you love to see it and I feel like I feel like it's at that point we should probably figure out where we're going next Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I imagine there you know we can go back the way we came Um, I imagine there's also like a gate in the yard but Mm -hmm. like there's a private it's a privacy fence so we can't see where the gate goes yes Mm-hmm. I was on the mm, same, good shit. Love that. Had the mm-hmm. same thought. Uh, I think. Uh, I think. <sighs> so. Uh, I think that GSI is like trying to get Ed's attention again um, and is asking something along the lines of like, is he there? Can you see him? Um, But I don't think Ed is answering him Uh, Mm -hmm. because Ed is watching uh, uh, our characters. Um, And I think that... Talonor, he he attempts to essentially start walking towards the gate. Um, and I think that, well, I imagine Marius is helping, um, because Marius saw the the impetus to run, um, and. The way that Talonor is moving is kind of dragging Rebel along with them. (laughs) In the way that someone who has their arm around your shoulders can kind of propel you in a direction, right? Yeah. Um, And I think they, they stumble through... Uh, they stumble through the gate um, and I think that, let me see, I think that this is an inside room. I think I think it's a dining room. Mm. Um, 
And I think that... All of the mannequins from the lab are sitting around the table. Uh, Love that. Love that for us. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. Um, May I add a detail? Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the mannequins have name tags. It's all of the follow characters. And... Mm-hmm. At the head and foot of the table are Ed and Giazai. Mm. Uh, I think there are four other places set that are empty. <laughs> um, just a small detail before uh, Fee left the yard. Um, sorry, just replying to something in chat. Um, we'll go, Fee will go up, or sort of like look to Vivian and then go up to Ed um, and say, Hey, cryptic McFuckface, put your hand <laughs> up. Does he? Yeah. Fee places the mushroom in his hand. And it starts to glow a little bit with its bioluminescent. And they say to him, make friends. They might be help you, might be able to help you. At least get where you need to be. And then I'll grab Vivian and follow the others. Like hmm. and tuck them afterwards. Uh, I think the sm- trips into the dining room after everybody else, like well, that's not unsettling at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the the smell of damp is very noticeable in this room. Um, like it it smells like wet earth. Um, and I think. Right- can finally smell it mm-hmm. because this whole time uh, they have not noticed uh, any of this smell mm-hmm. and like now their nose just crinkles up because mm-hmm. uh, it smells like damp um, and it's got a little bit of that like sickly sweet edge of like decaying matter um and in front of all of the seats at the table, um, besides the little uh, nameplates, um, it's like a formally set dining table. Um, and each of the plates has uh, one of those fancy ass fucking plate covers over it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, somehow. <laughs> and who lifts one of them up? Um. 
I mean, I could probably take whatever is coming, but Marius is a curious bastard as well. <laughs> yeah. Also, is that card? Am I seeing a card truthfully? Yes, sorry. It is. Oh, uh, oh no. <laughs> it is the Queen of Spades, uh, which is a puzzle to solve and physical conflict, suffering, doubt, fear, danger, grief, and alienation. Oh, no. All right. I'll, I'll open up. Okay. The dish. Uh, the scent of rot increases exponentially. <laughs> uh, and on the plate is uh, what would be, uh, apart from the smell, a very appetizing looking mushroom dish. Hmm. But it smells foul. Uh, Vivian trying not to retch. Um, they they have a they have that small tool bag. Um, they're going to dump some of the contents um, and shovel this dish in there. <laughs> uh, very much close the bag as much as they can. Every mannequin head snaps to look at Vivian. Mm. Actually, I'm, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure we see the heads move. Like yeah. one moment, one moment they're looking forward, the next moment they're all yeah. looking yeah. at Vivian. Weeping angel yeah, style. Looks, yeah, yeah, looks down to do this, looks up. So did anyone else want to try this? No, that looks like a mistake you just made. <laughs> I'm fine with sampling your to-go bag later when we're not here. You see how it looks like a thing that isn't meant to exist, but it does? Everybody's so creative. Has nobody seen that, that TikTok series? I'll have to share it. Oh, Lord, I shook my head like you could see me. <laughs> I let's go full weeping angel style. I think the light starts to flicker. There's no visible light fixture. Uh -huh. Upsetting. Uh, Deeply upsetting. But the light starts to flicker, and I think uh, the mannequins at the heads of the table uh, begin to stand in the time between the light. Uh -huh. 
Um, she has been looking like really agitated. Um, and on seeing uh, what was under the, uh, and I don't think it's called a cloche when it's that. I know the glass kind is a cloche. Uh, anywho, um, that is not important. I think, well, I need to, I'm sure we're all on the same page, but it, it's very clear what mushrooms are on these oh, plates. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. um, and Fee is having the reaction at seeing it that you might like, it's a little bit soylent green as people, mm -hmm. uh, but it is, or it's very much like, you know, when somebody in Hannibal figures out what they're, they've been eating. Yes. But it's that visceral kind of, this is wrong, what you are doing is wrong. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And they grab the edge of the dining room table and flip it on its end. And underneath the dining room table is a trap door. Hmm. Um, and just pulls it up um it's like we need to leave um and just jumps through and what is this next what does this last room look like I have a suggestion if you don't have an idea. I'll take it. I'll, I'll hear the suggestion. Well, if we, if this is our last room, Before are we, we back in the main yeah. room? Have mm. we come full circle in some regard? Or do you want this to just be completely new? Because completely new is good. Having a thought. Now, I think what this is is. Um, oh, I know what this is. This is a large space with a big domed roof that's made of some kind of glass, and there's like all this pipework above us um, looks like a sprinkler system or something like that and when we land the floor beneath us is soft and yielding and welcoming and as we look around in this new room there's this unnerv unnerving sense of familiarity but what makes it unnerving is because, like, I feel like I know this, but I don't know this angle. Mm -hmm. Something about the perspective feels off. And we are in a version of the mushroom habitat from the lab, but we are the size of the mushrooms in it. Ooh. Upsetting. And there's, like... Mm. But there's like this, these big, it's almost like beds, these big sort of like pillowy looking um, lichen 
and, and stuff like that. It's incredibly comfortable and there's this air to it. Um, rather than that sickly damp smell, uh, it's the good kind of petrichor damp earth mm-hmm. smell. Still damp, but in a way that is still reminds you of something like nourishing and new rather than decay. Mm-hmm. And the card I pulled was the King of Hearts. A personalized temptation, love, friendship, compromise, bonding, obsession. And as Fee sort of takes in this space, everyone's sort of toppling in afterwards. Uh, this sort of glow starts to permeate the space. And um, I can't remember if I said what the light level was, but it's very much like this soft sort of pink purple artificial light those sort of growing lights for orchids kind of feel Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and but there's also a glow because there are some of those mushrooms here Um, but obviously significantly larger than we've ever seen them before Um, and because we're small enough and whether this is actually here or not is sort of beside the point because because of how small we are we can see these threads of mycelia running through the ground between the mushrooms and we can see that we are hooked into the same mycelial network and as we move um through this face and i think it god it's the first fucking avatar film i'm sorry um <laughs> but as we sort of step like the ground sort of almost lights up mm-hmm. as we sort of connect with bits of the network just below the surface and see looks about ready to like drop down to the ground and like plunge hands into the earth as you've seen them do before and just fully try to connect to this network I would like to add a detail bring it on uh, just when Fee is about to, like, uh, do that, plunge hands into the, uh, mm-hmm. dirt or the mycelia network, a, uh, mouse shows up. And, um... Okay, how big a mouse? <laughs> this is an important question. <laughs> Uh, well, it is a mouse that is the appropriate scale to the mushrooms. So huge. It's like a cow. Uh, Dirk, uh-huh. is is this being a mouse important to Rebel as a character? Um, Where I'm getting at with this is, can it be the lizard instead? 
<laughs> oh! The very good lizard that Erwin found. <laughs> oh! You know what? Fuck it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> But uh, either which way, I think it like sees Fee and like uh, sort of uh, flicks its tongue out like, you know, lizards do. And um, then like sort of turns away and it's not like gesturing for Fee to follow, but that's very much the impression Fee gets. Okay. Um, and I was your quote, we could do it now, August, mm -hmm. and have that resolution happen and then however it plays out. Yeah. Is how okay. we get to the next mm -hmm. the next chapter. So, as you can see on screen, we've divided the cards into piles based on the suit, uh, and depending on how many of each suit you get determines the ending of the game. Uh, we have equal numbers of hearts and spades, uh, so I vote that we kind of mash the two together. Uh, with the hearts ending, your group is unexpectedly rescued by an ally, uh, who are they? Were they also trapped within the house or have they come from the outside? And what's their exit strategy? And spades is you must fight your way out of the house with tooth and nail. How does the house fight back? Who gets hurt? Who must stay behind? Who goes back later to rescue them? Um, so I... I don't know who might be the ally who unexpectedly rescues us. But it might be a situation where the ally comes to our rescue, but we still have to really fight to get out. Well, can't the lizard be the ally? I was going to say, aren't, isn't the lizard and the mushrooms the ally? That's true. That's very true. Sorry. I was spacing out, I guess. No, you're good. So, yeah, no, good. You're good. You're good. So. Um, I think the mannequins are coming through the door after us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Rebel is going to try and get Fee to help Marius, uh, to help Marius carry Talonor because Rebel is like, I'm gonna fight the bitches. <laughs> Not quite like that, but it's very much like Rebel has, like, taken on a more serious demeanor. Rebel is taking this very seriously. And, uh, you know. So. So, what, Vivian Rebel uh, fighting off the mannequins? I mean, yeah, Vivian's got an axe. And it's going to <laughs> use it. <laughs> Cool. Um, 
I think we can probably extrapolate out that uh, the the fight is very heated. I think that the mannequins, where they get injured, ooze a liquid mm-hmm. that is not blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where the liquid drips onto the soil and the in the mushroom habitat, the soil blackens and the bioluminescence goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think with with our ally, the lizard. Uh, Vivian and Rebel are able to drive the mannequins back and close the door, but they, you know, we can hear banging on the door as the mannequins try to get through again, and the situation looks kind of dire with the darkness in the soil spreading, and it's just like very much a sense of what are we going to do when the bioluminescence flares mm-hmm. and whites out our vision. And when our vision clears, we can see that we are in an airlock. Um, the Uh, the the mushroom habitat is completely gone. The door that uh, the mannequins were trying to burst through is now an airlock door. And the door hisses open because the pressure has been equalized and uh, opens up into... A spaceport. And that is where we will close uh, chapter two. All right. All right. Fuck yeah. Uh, next time we will be playing uh, Going Rogue, uh, the author of which I do not have in front of me because I was not thinking uh, of that when we were playing. Let me pull up the author of Going Rogue. Um, Jess Levine. Um, And uh, we will be joining you for Chapter 3 uh, same bat time, same bat channel uh, next Saturday, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, and uh, let's go in reverse alphabetical order for the outros. So uh, playing with us today has been Shrog. Uh, hi, I have been Shrog. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. You can still find me on the internet if you so choose at the secret frog or secret frog. And uh, we will see you next week in space. Hell yeah. Jade? I've been Jade. Still online at Jade Oxford Rose. 
Um, I will actually be a bit late to the next uh, session, so we will see what that looks like. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed this uh, Buckwild little uh, house tour we did today. Yeah. Do you think we're going to buy a house in that neighborhood? You can say. <laughs> um, Dirk. Hello, I have been Dirk. Uh, you can find me on uh, the podcast Hope's Hearth. Uh, you can also find me on SCP Research Archives, uh, which is a new thing. And um, yeah, uh, I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Danielle. I've been Danielle, and you can continue to find me on the internet at RedtailTalk90. And I've been August. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora, on Tumblr at StrangeHarpy. You can keep up with uh, what we're doing here on Twitter at Stones underscore Standing. Um, I forget the Tumblr, but I'm really bad at updating the Tumblr. But we're on Tumblr somewhere. Uh, Standing Stones Productions or Standing Stones Prod, I think. Um, and, uh, as I said, chapter three next weekend, it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Have a great rest of your day, evening, night, morning, weekend. whatever you celebrate at this time. <laughs> Peace. Peace.